Agricola. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. I'm your brewmaster, Jameson Oxford, because I needed two cups of coffee this morning. I'm also brewing potions. Potions. That's right, Strana. Hmm. Speaking of which, to my left is a group of people known as... Hello, this is the master of brew, uh, Randall, playing the good boy, Dylan, who is currently wondering what the fuck is going on. And to his left is... Is Strana once again back, not playing Bop as you have known me for most of this podcast, but instead I'm playing Zabobos, and we're do- we're doing okay. <clears throat> Except apparently I've had too much holy water. And to my left... It's your boy, Ryan, playing the... Warlock Rogue Roy. And uh, my dice say that I am not strong enough for those potions. Rolled like new. Rolled like new. Blessed by new. Remember, we, we succeed. And to his other side of the world, metaphysical, not the actual physical, we're not that far away from each other, is Jeff, once again, sitting pretty with his good friend, the gentleman. The skeleton, Mr. Grimm. <laughs> and, uh, I'm ready. We are, we're, uh, as a unit, me and this alternate personality, I mean character, are, uh, a sorcerer, and we're gonna fucking sling some fucking spells at things and kill them. Ooh. Most definitely kill them. Wait. So, t- so two of you are ready. To be evil. Wait, hold on. D- did, did Jeff find an excuse to talk about his unit on the podcast? Is that what I'm hearing? Because yeah. so, I'm impressed. <laughs> I mean, you didn't need an excuse. You could talk about your unit any time. U-N-I-T-Y, unity. <laughs> okay. Unity. Uh, so you're Come ready. ready. Uh, Grim is ready. That's good. Is everybody else ready? I think we're yeah. ready. I'm ready. Grim's ready. Also, Fuck. just because just nobody ever does it, Sabobos is a paladin. A half-orc paladin. Mm. Uh, Dylan is a human. It is. It's fucking important to explain that. (laughs) Dylan is a human uh, rogue now with some fighter stuff in there, I guess. And, of course, Roy is a... Uh, I said uh, it, motherfucker. Get off. He said it. Yeah, he said it. He said it. He said it. (laughs) I I fucking stopped myself. I stopped myself. Yeah, chill out, right? God. Relax. And everything else is played by Jay. God. Really? I'm not ready. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You did this to yourself. I do this to myself every time. I'm I'm, I'm just I want, can 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 we just can we just talk about this? Like do we have to? I mean, yes. No. Yes. All right. So, uh any tavern keeping? Uh yeah, of course. Let's do some tavern keeping real quick. Let's let's shine up the tables. Uh let's start with the fact that we love you. All you beautiful listeners You're all right. and and uh, the, gra- the the greatest way that you can show that you like us at all, just even a little bit, the greatest way to show that is to just like give us, write us some reviews, tell your friends, like uh, us, thumb us, like us, give us the thumbs and the and all of that shit on every platform you could possibly think of, because that's super helpful for us. And uh, just by doing that, you're gonna help us like uh, tremendously, uh, as well as like, let's talk about talking to us interacting with us we've got a facebook most of us are on that like fucking most of the time we got a twitter and we got our, our resident twitter specialist on that yo isn't that right you know it at torchlit mm-hmm. tavern on pretty much everything he's the best at twitting yeah he's so uh, good at twitting he's so good at twitting i twitter every day what do you call me he, you heard him uh and you can go ahead and if you if you tweet out that hashtag what's that hashtag again roll that beautiful hashtag footage Hashtag Torchlit Tavern on the Twitters. It's so easy. Even I can do it. You do that, you know. We might, we might, uh, we might give you some sort of shout out somewhere or something. I don't know. We'll figure some shit out. I, I have named characters after fans. That's true. Be a fan, be a character. NPCs have have appeared based on people who just interacted with me on Facebook. And you can even go to our website. Tell them what the website is, bud. Oh, you can find us at TorchlitTavern.com. It's so easy. It's great. You know what else you can find at TorchLitTavern.com? You can find our email address in case you want to write us a lengthy email about how you do or do not like the the, the plot thus far. And that email address is, shoot it to him again there, bud. TorchLitTavern at gmail.com. 
It's so it's easy. It's so easy. Exactly. Anybody can do it. You, me, or your mother. And if you want to help out just a tad more. I do. This is the secret stuff. We've got a Patreon. That's right, a fucking Patreon. You can go to the Patreon at... Torchlit Tavern at Patreon. Yeah, it's well, so this easy. Is, it's so easy. This is my new favorite gimmick. So, by doing any one of those things, go to the Torchlit Tavern Patreon, and then you get a little bit of extra content. You get that special stuff. You know, it's like uh, Mike's special stuff, but different. Um, but without and, Mike. Yeah, Mike's not a part of this. All right. I know everybody wants to be like Mike, but it's different. Yeah, only Bow Wow can be like Mike. I don't think that anyone's old enough for that reference anymore. You know what? I'm <laughs> shooting for the old people, all right? I'm shooting for the old people. We're going to get that old podcasting audience. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Anyways, so that's that's uh, all the places you can reach us, all the things you can do for us, and we'd love it if you did. You can also reach out to any of us individually. Though not many of us have the the means, fuck it, try. And uh, we discuss that at the end of the episode. You you can sign up for a Patreon, and we try to release content that's just for you, you subscribers to the Patreon. But I don't want you to ask yourself what we can do for you. I need you to ask yourself what you can do for this podcast. And that's just like and rate and review us. And keep listening. We love that you listen. Thank you. And that's just be our marketing department. Market us. Market is so hard. Yeah, shoot them <laughs> reviews. The reviews are what the algorithm is apparently all about. Come be my daddy at Patreon. The world is ruled by the computers. The machine that is <laughs> taking over. Help us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Strana. Anyway, we left off the show uh, with me just... I can't... I don't let you guys catch a break, do I? No. 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 No, 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 not at all. Am I too mean? Is it too much? Eh. Uh, no, eh. I've got a net. We're good. And I, I mean, think. I haven't died, so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've I've only been taken down to zero once. Mm. So, uh, not even fully zero. Mm. Yeah, because uh, I bone piled. Mm. So mm-hmm. one time. I see. So, we so, get, so I'm it, so I'm going easy on you. Mo- most mostly, it's been Bob that's been nearly dying. It's true. But I Bob mean, also it, is very very reckless. This is. I mean, if true. you compare this. I'm I'm playing a different character, obviously, but if you were to compare this to some of the other characters that I have, uh, I'm going to tell you that my my berserker. No, you don't play other games in a different game. What? No, I never do. That's right. I'm a jealous DM. <laughs> <laughs> this is your first game of D and D I've ever seen you play. So I, t- I tried yeah, to talk I... you into it for years. You didn't just like suddenly decide to play D and D when we weren't hanging out. That would be rude. After all that I mean, work I did to butter you up. I mean, to be fair, though, you never started a game. If you'd actually started a game, maybe I would have joined. I started so many games. I, I so know. Not while we were hanging I out. I did it. No. I did it. I did it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you guys uh, you guys showed up to a, a blast-scorched battlefield just in front of the dormitories that you left before. You guys went to go steal a handful of pylons that you can use to make a sort of summoning... How, how would I describe this? It's more like a tether between worlds. It makes sort of a... Permanent portal structure. A bridge. A bridge, yes. Mm. You're trying to open the Bifrost. Because right now you are in an untethered astral planar reality bubble that is just the Mage's College because a certain Conjuration Mage tried to protect the rest of the city by separating you from it. But it's caused its own problems. You have rifts opening everywhere. The paladins of Newman have shown up to just kill everything rather than let demons and fey and elementals escape anything. Yes, do not fear. Sabobos is here. Yeah, they're, they're coming to save you all. Capital S with lots of connotations. Mm. Let Newman sort it out. Death. I'm here to rescue we're, your soul. We're good at it. Don't <laughs> worry. We're good at this. I'm here to rescue you. Do not resist. They're going to cleanse the area. Speaking of fists of Newman, you have two on your side. There's Daedalus. You're a good, good, shiny boy yeah. who recently a fan threatened me if I killed him. <laughs> that's actually true. That's actually that true. Is it was actually a thing that happened. I believe yeah. the exact quote was, "Don't you dare touch the shiny boy, or I will audit you," which is hilarious. Alec, you single-handedly have saved Daedalus's life. <laughs> I can't save him from his shitty, shitty rolls, but I can sort of plot armor him a little harder just for you. I'm gonna give him another layer. Other reasons to rate and review us. You could save a NPC's life. You, only you, could prevent plot death. 
But don't worry. Only you. I'll save him if nothing else. Yeah, Sabobos and Daedalus are old buds. Sabobos, you just did a career-ending move. Uh, how does that fly with you? Well, I didn't kill anybody. It's my good friend, and there must be a reason for this. There is a divine plan. What do you guys do? Uh, so we're, we're rolling up to this this battle scene. What's left of it? Yeah, there's a few scorch marks. There's no bodies. There's piles of ash and scorched earth that anybody who understands the Azer would guess is where Azer fell because they're literally hot, hot boys that burn things. But because they're summons, it is likely that they uh, poofed or puffed in some way. Uh, not technically summons. They are not. You know what? Actually, I am going to address this because it's something that's happened a couple times that's important to note. There are scorch marks, but you guys should see bodies. So the Azer bodies should still be there. Yeah, they should because they weren't summoned. They are not going to just puff back to their native plane. It's like you. You're vulnerable because you came through a portal. Well, unsummoned. Like, your body is here. Yeah. Normally a summon is sort of an astral projected physical form. But it will always go back to the soul. You guys, as na- non-native creatures, are a non-native place, but you brought your whole self here. Which means that everything that is killed here has the potential to be killed. Which means that if there are no Azer bodies, somebody took them with them. So you're saying yeah, if you die in the game, you die in the real world. Exactly. So this is uh, this is something that uh, I and... Aviel would probably have explicit knowledge of, like, Aviel because she's been observing, and me because I've been going through it, and also observing how this has gone. You know, we killed the Gloom Stalker, and it was still there. We, you know, like, understanding the things that are, that shouldn't be, still be. Yes. Okay. You understand how your life force works. Kind of like how, uh, you know, material plane people know that if they die, they can be rezzed. Like, that's a thing we can do. You guys know you can't. Got it. All right, so, uh... We're rolling up. I see there's no bodies. Uh, anybody have, like, any quick knee-jerk response that, that we're doing, like, as soon as they see the battlefield? Let's start with that. Uh, what happened here? Well, fuck. Where are all the teachers? We need the teachers. Uh, there were innocents this... here. We need Bob. This... Where's Bob? He needs to read the book. This uh, Daedalus leans over to Sabobos. Are, are they talking about that one dwarf, Daedalus? Uh, you, yeah, you familiar with, uh, the, uh, the one who works on the Merchant District? The, uh, what, sorry, how, how would Daedalus describe Bop? Give me a second. Crotchety old uh, dwarf that makes shit. Uh, that cantankerous <laughs> dude that you and me used to go down and get our shit repaired for on the cheap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Short, bald. Kind of sad. Also, he can read. Wait, Sabobos, can you read? <laughs> uh. That's a no, I'll, I'm gonna take it as a no. Well, uh, what language is it as? Uh, common. I can probably read common. Probably. You're not even certain you can read. Hey. You hey, can probably some, read common. Some, some common is old, and it's it's hard to read old common. And you, got, and you guys were telling me not to worry about this. Daedalus leans over to Sabobos and says, don't show weakness. They can smell weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan is going to do his job and investigate the crime scene. Very well. Assuming, assuming it's written in the common tongue, I can... View it with my eyes and speak it with my mouth. Is that better for you? We'll talk about it later. What'd you roll for investigation? 24. Okay. What do you do? Uh, like, what are you investigating? What do you want to know? Uh, I'm checking out the area. If there's any footprints, blood, signs of battle. Maybe see what's going on. Uh, maybe try and, you know, CSI this bitch and figure out if, if people survived, where they go. Well, here's the free answer. There was a battle here. <laughs> uh, there, you can like uh, one of the things you notice is that the scorch marks on the ground lead you to believe that Azer did fall, but were dragged away. Some of them even show drags across, like the scorch mark is dragged back toward where the portal was. There's no sign of the portal. Your suspicion is that there were a few Azer that retreated and left. Uh, there's also signs of it, it maybe a handful of the fists of Newman went down, but their bodies were also taken in a different direction toward the tower. So to clarify, did our did our invisibility drop like before or just after we arrived? Yeah, all your spells are gonna wear off, including the uh, the chariot. Well, the chariot, the I guess, is still there, but no horse. Yeah, the horse is gone, and we're now all visible to each other, which is very important to make this simple. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, so uh, I hop out, as I'm sure everybody else kind of hops out of this fucking chariot thing. Uh, he's investigating. I'm looking around and going, "There's a problem here." There are no bodies, not a single one, which is 
to say the least, concerning. I will say that maybe without an investigation check of your own, you won't realize that they, like... Because in theory, you could be, like, not sure how they would die in this situation. It's really, like, you wouldn't assume that they're not summoned. Like, it's a weird concept. I think that you and Dylan would have to work together to figure out the exact nature of, of how they fell and what that means. Um, uh, I have uh, one more question for an investigation. Um, is there any, like, because I'm trying to think of how the teachers would be tracked, and I guess it would be more human-like, uh, shallow footprints, because they wouldn't be wearing heavy armor like the Acer or the Fist of Newman would be? Your, your 24 will give you that. Uh, you notice that there are wheel marks from what looks like uh, one of the mobile chariots was moved toward the uh, tower as opposed to away from it. And there are drag marks that are very heavy, as if something heavy and in plate were were dragged to it. But there's also a couple that were toward the that were toward where the Azer were stationed that seem like very shallow marks, like something much lighter was dragged or marched. Like there there's a different set of tracks. I, I look after the piles of ash and look for any sulfuric content. So I didn't roll very well in my investigation. I rolled a seven, so I feel like I just noticed that there's no bodies. Yeah. What did you roll, Strong? Uh, I'm just looking for an insight. Is this is this sulfuric ash? I, I, I would say roll something. Perception. Medicine, uh, I can Yeah, g- give me a roll of some kind. I feel like that's a knowledge roll. Yeah. Uh, well, it's just straight up <laughs> intelligence in this Do case. Do we have knowledge stuff? So 13. No, there's arcana and religion or, and history are basically the knowledge skills now. Yeah, but and I haven't. Yeah, you rolled I, a fifteen. Yeah, no, no, thirteen. Thirteen. But you, you don't sense any uh, sulfur, and you, like it's you don't sense um, any demons. In fact, Daedalus kind of moves up to you. He's like, Azer, fire all beings. They were helping us. Oh, oh, okay. How many were here? Are the... Yeah, I'm gonna give you the quick. Daedalus fills you in on. The situation leading up to him coming to get you. He doesn't really explain why he's helping these people, but he gives you like the the brass tax facts. Yeah. So Krieg is up to his usual again. Yeah, Krieg is. He's gonna. Well, actually, I, I was gonna ask you that. Do you know what your mission orders are? Did he talk uh, to you guys this time? Well, I was supposed to stand around the pillars and make sure no demonic influence came upon them. And last I saw, you aren't demons. Yeah, but like. What were your orders if you saw something? If I saw something? It's kill. <laughs> if you see something, say something. Like I said, if, if they're not demons. I didn't ask you what you would do, Sabobos. I know what you would do. I'm asking you what Krieg asked you to do. Suffice to say, I wasn't around for that part of the ordering. I was helping stack boxes. You know we can't. I, I wouldn't disobey Sabobos, you gotta listen to the, bre- the mission debriefing, my friend. <laughs> there are reasons not to mission- listen to those mission debriefings. <laughs> As you well know. I get that. Sabobos, would you happen to know where they're held up on campus? Intentional Uh, ignorance. Very intentional. Have you ever... Never mind. Sabobos, you're one of them. Do you know where they would be? Do you know where they would take prisoners? I mean, if if, uh, Krieg's in it, uh, they wouldn't take prisoners. He's, He's not really that sort of person. I mean, there's no bodies here. Yes, but there was a stranger with him, uh, a middle-aged man in robes, and he had uh, a scaled companion at his side, one of those half-dragon persons. Gavrillo. All right, boys, Gavrillo. Today's a Gavrillo kind of day. And who is this Gavrillo? Uh, he's killed uh, a couple of our friends and tried to kill us a few times. This is well, new. He, he hasn't tried to kill me, so is that... Was there a reason he was trying to kill you? We looked at him funny. He's a bad you guy? You looked at him funny. I think he's a bad he, guy. He was hired to. <laughs> you guys... Well, wait, hold well, on. Yeah. Shit. I don't really... I don't, Dylan, does I don't, anyone fucking know? I don't really know. People tend to just try to kill us. <laughs> this Legit. Yeah, we this just is know one he's of those, here to kill us. This is one of those issues that when we lost Mitch, we lost a piece of information. Um, right. Mitch knows more than the rest of us in this. I, I wish uh, I, I I know virtually nothing as 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 Grim. Yeah, you wouldn't about well, you, Okay, so you were at the meeting. You know Gavrillo as the man who let Bruce off. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's all I know. So when he says Gravillo, 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 Gavrillo, you know he's Gavrillo. the man that Bruce attacked, and you know he let him go. Like he helped 
let him go, which seems really weird. So they're talking about Gavrilo, Gavrilo and I go, uh, it does not seem as though he wants to kill you. He did let Bruce go. The half-dragon they travels with set us on fire uh, multiple times, and they were also part of that ritual that we interrupted in the catacombs that almost summoned a demon to our planes. And it looks like they're manipulating Krieg because, well, it sounds like he's easily angered and easily provoked into killing a bunch of people. Daedalus is like, wow, that's a lot. Some of which I did not know. <laughs> uh, do, do you mean, uh, like, down underneath the town is where they were doing a ritual? Yeah, David just sort of looks over at Sabo. Looked like this. Tries to make eye contact. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, down in the cavern, underneath the city, there was a ritual. We are largely responsible for stopping it. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, and what was the point of the ritual? To bring Lilith, the demon lord, to this plane. Yeah, remember that thing that I told you I couldn't talk about a few weeks ago? We're talking about it. This is it. These are the guys that helped me close that portal down. Okay. Actually, I should be more specific. I helped them. So, Oh. Okay. Again, you're welcome. And that right there is why uh, I trust these guys. Uh, so, Grim's gonna break off while you guys are having this discussion, and I rolled a 17 survival, which is what would be used for tracking. Okay. What am I? What am I doing? Um, you get a lot of what uh, he got through investigation, but you are more specific about what tracks meant what. Like you know that these were the Azer being dragged home. You know that these were a cup, like just two paladins went down. And they were probably placed on one of the things, and then the tracks take off toward the tower. You also can using survival. You've gauged that the set of tracks is a mix of human. There is a very large set of tracks that you would guess might be this dragonborn that seems to have come up late to the party along with a set of human tracks, and then everything moved toward the tower. There's also two sets of human tracks and a very small set of tracks that you can only guess are the teachers. Okay. Um, And they went with the paladins probably to the tower. As far as you can tell, they were not dragged, though, which means they're alive. Okay. Uh, So... You guys talk for a little bit longer, and I'll come back with that information. Um, uh, uh, Daedalus, come here for a second. Yeah, Sabobus, what's up, man? Um, and they, they bend down. If you guys want to hear what we talk about, roll perception. Yeah, it's like, uh, the, the Fists of Newman were down in the caverns, and they're doing something. It seems like a fairly grand ritual. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm aware. Uh, they didn't put me on uh, guard duty. Have you been on guard duty? I, I was on outer guard duty, yes. They don't trust me with the inner sanctum, but yes, I was in the catacombs guarding it. Yeah, do you, do you know what they're doing? Uh, well, it cer- they certainly were moving large masses of stuff into it, so I'm assuming something fairly unusual for the fist. I usually were about justice, truth. Yeah, usually. Um... But these these have been insane times lately. Uh, shouldn't we be dismantling that thing? That would be my thought. It kind of concerns me that we aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that portal, the last time I saw it, it was trying to summon an elder demon. Devil. It's like, are, are we trying to do a punitive expedition into the hells? You and I both know we don't have the men for that. <laughs> no, we don't. Don't <laughs> no, no. let, let alone the equipment. Real quick, who has rolled to here? 21. 15. Oh, got it. Yeah, you guys can both hear this. We're whispering terribly. Yeah, we're not. We're like, Daedalus yeah. is also, he's at this point, he's not really that careful. Yeah, he's not really trying to keep these <laughs> he, secrets. He, he went to the side for your benefit, but like, I think he's not being quiet. They, like, you they can definitely hear Daedalus' side. side. They just took a knee. Yeah. Uh, this, this, is, this is a bit concerning, Daedalus. Yeah. I don't trust Krieg, Sabobos. You, you know my opinion on that guy. I Has he, has he walked off the path? I think our whole church might be off the path. Dylan coughs. This is this is a blasphemous statement. (laughs) (laughs) Like this could be a point of contention between you and Daedalus if you want it to be. It's like, but there are others, Daedalus. You know this. I know what I feel is right, Sabobos, and I'm trying to do it. If you think that uh, you can't come with me, I understand, and I I respect and thank you for your help that you've given so far. What I'm saying, Daedalus, is once we get out of here. We should go contact those brothers that think as we do. So you want to... Okay, so you're already establishing that there's another splinter cell of Newman Fist? Okay. <laughs> Just going to throw that in there, huh? Just going to complicate my life. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I hate to break up your party, but after looking around, it appears as though the Azer left 
assuming uh, back to the original plane. Everyone else, including the teachers, went this way. I'm sure that Dylan has found out pretty much the same. Yeah. You know, says, maybe you guys have already told me this, but do you know why they'd need the teachers alive? Because Krieg would kill them all. Would he? They're, but, te- they're just um, teachers. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Here's my thought. He, he <laughs> he'll uh, use the teachers, similar to how we are. Except instead of you know solving this problem, he'll just make sure him and his boys have an exit, and then detonate the whole damn thing. Because those teachers, I'm sure as shit, gonna be able to do that. You found the evocations. But but like I said, that's not Krieg's mo. He's he's just gonna march through, kill everything, and leave. Because in theory, they don't need to bring this back, right? If nothing's here to bring this world Gavrilo. to the material plane, it won't matter. Gavrilo, is... Gavrilo wants the ship. Why is Gavrilo want the ship? There's a ship. There's a ship. It comes from Faye. It's actually originally made by the Acer. It's here, not the way it should be. We're tracking it for the sake of restoring things the way they should be, and for finding some things. I have no idea why this Gavrilo... Gavrilo... I have no idea why this... God, I cannot say it today. It's like, wow. it's, it's I, very I thought much, that was going to be a goof. Yeah, it, yeah me too. It's, great, it's, character uh, goof. great character goof. It's yeah. like Gorilla Radio, man. Yeah. I have no idea why this Gavrilo would want anything to do with it, but I know why I do, and I know that I cannot allow such a thing. So if we are done, I know which way they went. Towards the tower. Well, then To put on. it simply, Sabobos, we got to unthread the needle. Oh... Oh, I see. Okay. We're trying to put the ship back to the material plane so that we can send it back to Faye, but we can't just short track it. Okay, so you've, you've got to loop it much like if yeah, you're taking remember when I, taverns remember apart. Remember a long time ago when I showed you how to tie your shoes? Yes. Yeah, just yeah, like just, that. Only in reverse. Got um, it. Got it. Sorry, because I, I, I can't forget my terrible stats for intelligence. What is uh, that? Negative one. Wow. Dylan's going to look at Roy and... Look at him dead in the fucking eyes, and then take off his guard badge and put it in his pocket. Gabrillo. Are, are you trying to tell me that this is out of your jurisdiction there, Watchman? But you took up the mantle. No, I believe my uh, hours just ran up. Uh, I believe I'm off shift now. Oh, uh, that's right. You, you, you people go off shift. <laughs> I, almost wanted, I almost wanted to aside to Daedalus be like, can, can you show me how to tie shoes? <laughs> what are your stats? I I wear I wear slip-ons. <laughs> all black no, all black slippies. All black, all black slippies. slippies. Those are called boots. You wear boots. <laughs> he doesn't know that say, word. Do they have a deal or not? What do you think happens to orphans? <laughs> no, I think no one is around to teach them to tie shoes. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, do you know how to tie a knot? That's something that I feel like really should have come up. So let's talk about something just for a second, really quick. Uh, in second edition, there's a there's a, there's proficiencies and as opposed to skills, proficiencies work a little differently. Uh-huh. But in second rope. edition, right? No, there's literally a rope use proficiency, and in in all the ways I've seen it played and played it, if you do not have the rope use proficiency, guess you who can't, can't tie, tie a off. fucking knot? Really? Yep. Interesting. It's hilarious. Yes. Yep. It's hilarious. That's weird. <laughs> I, I'm just yeah. saying. It, I don't know if you want to go down this road because when you have to tie someone up, you can't tie someone up. <laughs> yeah, if you don't know how to tie your shoes, you don't know how to tie a knot. Either that or you just don't know how to tie a, a, a fucking... If you do ever talk me into playing that second edition game with you, I am not taking rope use and I cannot tie my shoes. I don't know how to, I don't know how to tie shoe knots. I never took rope use. You know how many times in game it's come up where I'm like, I can't tie a knot. <laughs> Let's... <laughs> It literally, it's been like, okay, well, let's tie a rope I don't, up here. I don't, and, and we literally look at each other, which one of us can tie a fucking knot? Roy doesn't know how to tie shoes, but he can make a noose. I, I really like the idea of making really mundane shit like arcane knowledge. That, that is, I very much love that. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, did anybody, like, same thing with reading and writing. You don't take the reading and writing proficiency, guess who can't read and fucking write? Like, point blank period. You don't get a chance to, you might get a chance to learn it, but you're supposed to take the proficiency. So, like, there's several instances where, one, I can't read. Two, <laughs> I can't tie a knot. I've, I've come across that in-game. It, like, uh, means nothing to me. I don't Fantastic. What's all, what's, all, what's all with these squiggly lines? It is, uh, so we were talking about, you know, ways that you guys can connect. You and Sabobos can connect on the fact that you guys don't know stuff. <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, definitely. That would be great. Just connect on the fact you guys don't know stuff. You're, you don't know stuff because you're an orphan. He doesn't know stuff because he's dumb. <laughs> he may not learn stuff. I tried to learn how. I, I tried. I, you know, I in Fist of Newman tradition, I rolled low. All right, where do we leave off as far as stuff that will stay in the show? <laughs> I do want to. I do want to say. I think the cutest and funniest thing would be Sabobo's teaching, <laughs> teaching Roy how to tie shoes. Daedalus once showed me how to do this. What you do? You make bunny ears <laughs> and then you go around. <laughs> oh, he's like here, here, look, Roy. Under, he's... around, over, and through. That's how Roy ties his shoe. Loop, swoop, and pull. <laughs> Loop, swoop, and pull. See, I learned from Rockadoodle. I learned from Big Daddy. Um. So, yeah, going back to in-game, they went this way. Um, I don't know why they want the ship. Uh, yeah, so, let, let, okay, so coming into that. So, Gorillo. Uh, everybody, real quick, let's go ahead and roll a check to see if a shoelace is coming time. This is a mundane <laughs> thing we never deal with, but let's deal with it. <laughs> oh, most definitely. Four. <laughs> yeah, you, you you know a shoelace has come untied on Grim. I mean, 18s, but I don't have shoelaces, so yeah. So that's good for you. you. I have boot laces. I have the type of boots that that fold over, and they're they're the tall boots that fold over, but lace in the front. Oh yeah, so. yeah, like com- like goth combat boots. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So I. I tie my fucking boot. Take a moment to deal with that, because you noticed it was untied while you were looking at the ground, looking at tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Roy just watches amazed. Thank God. Okay, okay. You made me waste a 19. <laughs> That's okay. I rolled a 6. Sorry. Oh, Picking shoot. right back up. Speaking of which, Sabobos, your shoe is untied. Oh, shoot. Wait. Oh, yeah. No, I, uh, uh, let, me, let me see. If I remember how you told me to do this... Um, goes around. I go around. I pull it through. Not at once, yeah, not at twice, and then it doesn't come undone. Yeah? Yeah, we're going into combat, put a triple knot on Yeah, Dylan, we're we're definitely going to kill Gorillo, but also, how did you do that? (laughs) Well, my other other boots untied, come here, come here. So what you do... What you do? Let me me see if I can remember this for for the other boot. Okay, so what you do is you you take, you have one strand, you have two strands. Taylor's just looks at you and like, I thought you didn't wear shoes because you were a halfling. It's more just because I can't keep them on without, you know, I gotta tie them, but I don't really know how. Well, don't worry. I might have an extra, <laughs> pair, extra pair of shoes. Hey, I do have an extra pair of shoes. I don't. I have these to give out to I the really children. doubt they'll fit me. I have. They're for the orphan after, children. After my, after my shoes are tied. Oh, actually, you know what? Fuck it. Because, because he's here. Hold on. I forgot about this. Because Fancy Boy's got shoes. He rolled a 12. What about uh, Evan? Is his shoes tied? Uh, they are now. <laughs> okay. Evan, Evan looks over at you and goes, uh, I'll teach you how to tie your shoes one day. So Evan strikes me as one of those guys that can just like, his fucking shoes are untied and he just kind of shakes his foot and they're fucking tied again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think Evan ties his shoe. I think Evan has magic boots. Just Evan stabs themselves. his foot twice and it ties itself. There you go. There yeah. you go. Evan's, I, I just picture Evan as like the classic fencer. That's what I see. Like, super fancy garb. He's got those fucking clippity-clop shoes, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's got the poofy fucking... He's got the, the frill and everything. He's just, like, very fancy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, well, if I ever need shoes, you guys can definitely teach me how to tie them, because I feel like that's a big part of my childhood that I'm missing. But... Let's go. Let's, Let's go, go kill them. Can we go kill them? But I have children's shoes. I mean, I, I did use I, a. The right here. is like, okay, I kind of brought this on myself by using the shoelace euphemism to deal with this very serious issue we're in. Yeah. So this is on me. I'm sorry. Also, so my DM sh- likes silly shit. And he just looks at the sky and he shakes his head. Avil speaks up in your head, Roy. Yeah. Avil speaks in Roy's head and she says, Roy, all of this, it, it tracks for the most part except for one thing. Why does Gavrillo know that he needs to get to the the ship? I don't know. He shouldn't know about anything. He shouldn't. Definitely not. Also, it's important to note, we don't know how much he knows. He might not be trying to take the ship back. You, Orc, come here. If he gets hold of the compass, he might just take it and leave. Whatever, pull this thing. We lost our horse. So do you think he's, you really think he's after the compass? Why else would he go? There's nothing there. Is she talking just in his head, or is she doing that thing where she talks and nobody can hear her? Just in my head. Always. It's always that. She doesn't, like, telepathically talk to him so much as she just talks and he's the only one who can hear. Except for you now. Except for me, right. So, I I walk up, 
and go, why in heaven's name would anyone know about that compass other than you, me, and this not offering? That's why I'm asking. I've got the card. If if he knows we ha- if, if we if he knows we have to kill him, we have to. If he's after that compass, he's after much more menacing things. What compass? Um. Uh. uh I guess I can't assume your intelligence here, so I'm gonna make a, a quick response. Uh, while you're going to go start pulling the cart. You're probably not smart enough to have thought to summon a horse. You just went to do what I asked. But as I watch you go over there, I go, don't you dare try to summon a horse. <laughs> because I've learned that paladins but, can do that. But I can yes. totally fight a horse. <laughs> Daedalus, Daedalus does look at Sabobos and he, he just does the across the throat thing. And he says, no steeds. I, I do it back with a questioning look and a raised head, really. Don't we need a horse for the cart? If you use any sort of summoning magic, it's going to cause a rift again. Oh, got it. Don't you dare fucking summon that horse. Nope, I've got it. This this isn't that heavy. I, I just look over at, at Sabobos, who's now, because he's already kind of given the, 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 the silent confirmation. He's walking over to do it. Oh, no, I look I've over done at it. And go, I've done it. I've lifted this cart off the floor <laughs> with one hand going, I, I, I don't know why you guys need a cart, really. I I put my head in my hands. I look back up and I, wa- I go, well, I was hoping you would pull the cart, not... Oh God! We need we need to go. We need to go. Constantly surrounded by idiots, and I don't know how to solve it. Daedalus says, "Very strong idiots." Yes, I am very strong. <laughs> and what compass? I look over at Daedalus and, and go, "There's not enough time to fully explain exactly what this compass is, or exactly what it can do. But suffice to say, it is a compass, and it points towards things, important things, things that people." That Aunt Faye shouldn't have. So, we need it. And it's on... Or roll, uh, roll persuasion. And it's on the ship. Oh, that's a good roll. Oh, yeah. That's a 20. He stares at you for a long time, and then he nods his head. All right. Need I remind you that I'm putting a lot on the line? Now it's not just me. It's my friend, too. Yes, well, need I remind you that there's already a lot on the line. Starting to think that I only know the half of it. Keep thinking I know the half of it, and then the half gets pushed back. Is it half and a half a quarter? Yes, Zabobos. Good job on the math. Listen, Daedalus, we just work here, man. Are you telling me two quarters is a half? No, yeah. two quarters is 50 cents. Roy, I'm buying you a tutor later, by the way. The real the, the real person you should have put in school. <laughs> <laughs> Julie's got not, it. She's, not she's fucking major it, school, man. Though. She's a head and shoulders above what you'd expect. She has, not major school. He needs to go to primary school. He needs to learn the basics <laughs> Julie can teach me later. Jul- yeah, Julie's going to be your tutor, dude. That's, that's an even, that's an even better you, scene than Sabobos and freaking Roy tying Let shoes. me tell you, putting him and Julie in his classroom together, they're not going to learn anything. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, you don't understand. Granlin's going to be the principal, and she's going to tutor him <laughs> at the church. Reveal says, I do not like this plan. <laughs> anyway, what do you guys do? Uh, I walk over to, to Sabobos, who's apparently lifting the entirety of this fucking cart that we had. I go put the cart down. Put the put the fucking cart down. <laughs> what you want it up? Okay. You want it down? Which way do you want it? Put it down. And then I look over <sighs> at at all of our group. Come. Should we take our armored cart with us? Dylan's rubbing his face and he's just like, "Yeah, we should probably take the fucking cart." I mean, the pylons weigh a lot. Perfect. Sabobos. Yeah. Pull the cart, not pick up. Pull it. Why did you just say that the first time? Oh, God, I thought I did. Dylan and, and Jeff and Randall and Grim are all rubbing their faces. <laughs> Evan is laughing. I just put <laughs> I just put one shoulder into the yoke and I just start. So where are we taking this thing? We're going to go fight your boss. I, I jump onto where they where the cart would be driven and go and point that way. Evan says, I missed humanity and mortals. God, it's nice to see my people again. That's one of the most offensive things you've ever said. Uh, I hate everyone. I start running with the cart. So you guys pull the cart toward the tower. Uh, Once again, last time you went around the tower, you went around the, uh, the right side, circling around the east. This time, the tracks that you follow go west. Uh, It looks like there's a couple of tracks that went to the, to the east, but they had backtracked, um, and apparently they found what you guys had found is that that whole side of the tower is basically collapsed, and there's no way in. So as you cut around, you find yourself facing the greenhouse again. 
which seems to have miraculously been largely untouched. Are the tracks still leading past the greenhouse? Yeah, it's going in toward uh, one of the greenhouse doors, which... And you see that the cart that they seem to have taken is parked outside, and there's nothing in it. There's nobody standing uh, watch? We're going into the greenhouse, right? Nope. Nobody's standing guard? It's a it's a glass house. I, I fucking... Because at this point, subterfuge, fuck that, I guess. Actually, you know what? Dylan casts Greater Thug. <laughs> Start that off, yeah. <laughs> Gotta make sure. I'm going to, as we approach... And I notice there's no guards. I talk to Daedalus. I say, why are there no guards for this? This is for sure where they went. I, I guess they don't think they need any. Uh, or something else has happened in there. So, Bobos, how large, how large was your contingent? Oh, I mean, I didn't see everybody, but uh, I remember it being at least... I don't remember. <laughs> I rolled a four. <laughs> Negative one, so three. God. Sabobos can't count above ten. It was at least this many, and he shows ten fingers at you, and he drops the top, the front of the cart. <laughs> uh, everybody, roll a dex check. He just dropped the front of the cart. <laughs> We're all in it. I was not in that. I was gonna walk by the side. Fuck that shit, dude. I don't trust people. As one of the higher intelligence persons in the group, huh? At least the most educated, apparently. Are we really? I, are we really rolling I didn't that? Receive any practical education? But I don't care what you do. This is for funsy. This um, is up to you. Seventeen. There's, there's, there's nothing that's going to happen here. I, I tripped nothing. a little. I tripped a little, but I recovered well. <laughs> uh, gods. Okay, so there was at least ten. That's fucking useful. You've taken down seven, and you saw at least ten when you left. So you could guess there's at least there's less than ten. There's Maybe. less than ten, and there are s- five of us. Unless yeah. they healed the ones that they dragged away. Yeah, so there's there's five of us and ten of them, we can assume, which we know that there's a, a dragonborn in there. Uh, does this place look like it could like we could sneak in in any way, or does it look like, well, it's pretty much a glass house? It's pretty much a glass building. Uh, on the, it, the inside looks fairly quiet at this point. And like I said, you don't see anything in there, but it is also blocked by a lot of greenery along the windows and in the middle. Like, you can't see through it. You can only see to, like, the first hedge. Uh, the way I described it to Bruce and Bop the first time they were here, when you met Evan, and Evan knows. Hey, imagine that. Evan gives you the layout, and he tells you, where's my fucking thing? I'm going to go ahead and throw the map up. So yeah, for everyone, for our listeners, the greenhouse is a very large glass building that, like I said, is, seems to be miraculously untouched. Just outside of where everything is, where the other cart is parked, is what looks like a well, and on the and then ev- around the outside is multiple swinging doors that lead into this large glass building with a peaked roof. Uh, along the walls are many hedges and hanging vines. It is basically choked with plants. Uh, toward the north. What, no, toward the northeast corner, you know that a rift to the Fey had opened up, and Evan had came through. Evan kind of quickly gives you the layout that it's basically three rows of hedges from what he had seen in his brief stay there. Three rows of hedges making multiple like hallways through the plants that he guessed would have been crisscrossed. Um, but otherwise, it's 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 this greenhouse. I I didn't have enough time to look at the plants. I was looking for you, my lord. That is fair. The portal to Fey was never closed. Here's my idea. Sabobos, can you push or throw this thing through the door? Uh, I certainly should see and try. Oh, I do. <laughs> you just... <laughs> wait. <laughs> you just throw it through the window? Oh, Did yes. you just... <laughs> oh, shit. Um... So as he throws it, I go, Plans in action. Scatter. Go towards another door. <laughs> another door. Any other door. Oh. <laughs> and I just, me and Evan bolts towards the back. Uh, you guys go to the south-facing doorways? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. Uh, what does the rest of you do? As the lar- as this chariot formed of floorboards and mattresses gets hucked through a window, which with is to say a wall. With a strength check of 23. Yep. Yep, yeah. He goes, it, it's like, it's not elegant. It just sort of lobs, but it just smacks into the window and crashes through. Depending on whether or not Roy would just walk in. Right fucking after that. You know what? I'm gonna walk in. Yeah. Roy, you wanna come? Yeah, fuck it. It's so good that the next season of Locks has finally started back up. <laughs> Locks, now on NBC. 
You guys yeah, got Ryan, your sunglasses on? Yeah, we pull up the Fuck shades yeah. that are like slightly cracked from this fucking adventure. Ryan and Dylan are just walking through the front door slow-mo, and as I'm doing so, I'm just gonna flick out the rapier real quick. Yeah, so the uh, the cart has ended up sort of upside down, and it's created this weird sort of like drawbridge over like a bush that it just flattened. And uh, you guys step in, and just on the inside near where the doorway that you guys came in, you do see a couple of paladins who have vines wrapped around them and seem to have been taken out. Candy grab from Mongo. Uh, you also need to roll perceptions. Consider it done. Consider it almost done, because I have to roll my dice. Um, quid, quid pro quo, I'm sure Sabobos is going to kind of stick with uh, Daedalus's call here. So what's Daedalus's call? Does Daedalus walk boldly or run around the side like I did? Daedalus turns to Sabobos and he says, head in through the north door. I'm going to head in the half of these guys. North door, right, all right. I tromp around to the north door. All right, uh, as you guys are taking positions, we'll just say that everyone's at their perspective doors as you guys move in. You, What do you guys roll for perceptions? 24. 23. Am I also supposed to be rolling perceptions here? If you are in the building, yes. Yeah, I'm going to walk through the door. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to actually, I'm going to stealth through it, so let's roll a stealth first. Ooh, that's not a great stealth. So my stealth is a fourteen or a thirteen. So Bobos in full plate armor sneaks in to look through the door at a stealth of fourteen. Surprisingly doesn't, good. Doesn't plate have disadvantage? <laughs> it does. Yes. Wow. Nice. Boom. Still managed that. And then my perception. So Bobos will break the curse. <laughs> <laughs> my perception is an eighteen. So fourteen to stealth through the door, or, or thirteen to stealth through the door, eighteen to perceive. Dylan, Roy, what's up? Perception, twenty-four. Dylan, he said twenty-three. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear anything. Um, so you guys, you step in and things are relatively quiet, and then you start to notice that there's no breeze, and every once in a while, like these plants move, like as if something is brushed against them. You hear like whispers, which sound like something cutting through the air. Every once in a while, you hear like a dull thud and something hitting the ground. Uh, at one point, you actually see a bush just sort of get uh, straight up flattened to the ground by something that you can't see. Candygram? Because you've got a really high uh, perceptions. You two get the feeling that something's fighting in here, invisibly and quietly. I feel like we might be interrupting something, boys. You know, this is awkward. Maybe we should just go. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, I mean, nothing has attacked us yet. Nope. What do I see at the south door? Uh, At the south door, you, like I said, you hear a lot of that. You can't gather what it means like they did. They got a little more out of it. But uh, you do see, I'm going to say, you hear the sound of footprints coming directly toward you very quickly. Evan draws his rapier. I draw my short, or my cane sword. And with with our special eyes, do we see anything different? Uh, (laughs) What do your fey eyes see? My bread! Roll a perception check. Again? Another one? Yes. Okay. Let's call this Fae Perception. Ooh. So that, my friend, was a 20 total. As you sort of realize that there's a portal to the Fae open just on the other side of this room, you focus in a different way, and the footsteps that you hear running toward you become a small Fae being, gray with long limbs that you know of as a quickling. You also know that it's a member of the Winter Court running full tilt at you. Right, those those are not my friends. Just to clarify, which one of the which one of the orders? I guess none of them are my friends anymore, huh? Never mind. Nobody's my friend anymore. <laughs> what what might have accident or not accidentally? What might have been my friend before? Which which court was? You 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 your your straight up enemies would be winter and spring, and and I have a chance with anybody that's autumn or summer. Yes, got it. Oh, okay. So as you focus, you see running toward you under a veil a quickling, which you recognize as a winter court fay. It's long, slender, and very, very quick, as the name implies. It's running full tilt at you, and just as it's coming close to you, you notice the panic in its eyes as an arrow sprouts from its back, and it comes crashing in front of you. And across the way, you see what looks like a summer court ladrin, which you know of as a powerful fay. And yes. uh, you kind of realize that what's going down here is the battle in fairy has crossed over and they're fighting. Okay, this I can deal with. Think so. Would Avil see all this then? Yes, Avil from a different perspective. Yeah, as you guys start to focus on what's going on, 
Mm-hmm. Avil, she kind of helps you see as well that it's basically a bunch of satyrs running around killing these quicklings in the dark. And as the veil washes away for you, you also see uh, moving through the hedges. You see 12 satyrs moving around killing these quicklings. A summer ladron and a green hag are advancing on what looks to be a very wounded banshee fae and a winter aladrin who are cornered in the other on the other side of the room and it looks very much like the battle went poorly for the winter side avil tells you we have to help them roy why that's my sister qx gonna give it to you <laughs> thank you so as i see the aladrin bow drawn i i sheath my cane sword tail and well met no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> Yes. It, it is an option for you. Um, yeah, if you guys are going to act because the combat is going, you'll need to roll initiative. All right. Let's roll some. Let's roll that beautiful initiative. I was going to say, Jay, with an eight, do I see this going on through the glass window? Um, not yet. Okay. You and Daedalus are fairly unaware. You, Daedalus and Dylan are a little unclear as to what's going on. Dylan knows that a fight's going on here that he can't see. All but right. currently only the fey people can see the truth of what's happening. You make one yeah. wrong pact and all of a sudden you can't see what's going on. I know, right? Hey. Fairies, they're, they're shifty. Bro, 12. They got a 16. 24. Did you did you forget to roll Daedalus again? Yep. Daedalus's initiative is always determined by when you remind me he exists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, I should tell you this as part of the feat that I have that gives me a plus eight initiative. It also means I don't grant advantage to hidden creatures. It's going to be important. What do you guys do? Dylan, you got the highest initiative. Uh, Roy, could you tell me the general area of where I need to stab? There's a lot of fey in here, Dylan. Uh, summer versus winter currently. We're fighting for winter. We're fighting for winter? Yeah, and winter is losing. Okay, who am I stabbing? Uh, I don't really know how to help you with that. <laughs> uh, the... Summer, Aladrin, and the Green Hag are moving from the west side aisle back behind the hedges straight toward the back corner, uh, the the southwest corner of the greenhouse. And they're advancing on the Banshee and the Winter Aladrin. There's a couple people tied down in that back corner. We need to save them. Got it. I haul ass. All right, where do you want to be on like a general... Well... I believe Roy will tell me, like, generally where the winter are and then where the summer kind of are, and I'll just get in the middle. Okay. So let's just say you take off straight across the map, and you kind of plant yourself in the middle of the aisle, facing an enemy you can't see to protect against an enemy you can't see to fight. (laughs) It's okay, because they don't get advantage against me, because the alert fee is awesome. It's it's okay-ish. In this specific scenario, it's awesome. Uh, I I hold my action, so when someone tries to stab me, I stab back. Okay. Uh, speaking of that, you feel a just a quiet rustle of the air as something tries to move past you. Stab. Uh, roll with disadvantage. Damn. <laughs> 22 to hit. I'm using my dagger, but the fire's not on yet. Um, yeah, that's a hit, my friend. Oh, oh sweet. Uh, nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. As you make contact with your dagger, just sweeping at this this sensation you get going past your left, you make, surprisingly, a solid strike. And as you hit him, a, uh, a burst of light and warmth and the smell of roses just bursts out. And standing next to you with a fierce, angry look on his face appears a golden-skinned elf-looking creature. Oh, shit. In leaf-themed armor. Uh, yeah, you were right. He does look like a bitch. He looks furious. <laughs> <laughs> looks like an angry little bitch. And it's the Green Hag's turn. So you hear the sound of something speaking. Anybody speak Sylvan? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, do you mean Orcish? <laughs> I would imagine technically Avil does. Also, Evan speaks Sylvan, I'm sure. I would have taught Evan. Yeah, he speaks Sylvan. The moment you make contact with him, you get this brief flash of an angry uh, fey elf glaring at you. And then you guys hear in Sylvan, which you and Evan understand, 
you hear what sa- what you guys recognize as a green hag casting a spell, and the Eladrin is immediately made invisible again. You still look like a bitch. You guys see the member, the, the she's pale, she's got dark eyes, she's dressed very similar to Avil. She's limping next to this wounded winter Eladrin, and you see her, she does some, she kind of steals herself in the same way that Dylan did. She's just preparing for the onslaught. You know Roy. Uh, Roy's going to dash toward that corner. Okay. Uh, you can pretty much get to the same. Yep. You have long strider. By the way, I added that to your character sheet. Like, you have a permanent long strider. Yeah, from uh, Bob's Rock. Yeah, it's already in yeah. your inventory. Bob's I've made the Bob's transmuter stone as a magic stone. item. Yeah. Yep. We have, he's very fleet of foot. So what do you do? Because you should have an action. Cool. As uh, as I'm running past, I'm going to hit him with a booming blade. Okay, roll. Is a 19 to hit? Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah, as I run, as I run by, I hit the Elegant for nine. Nine more damage. Yeah. Copycats, y'all locks are all alike. <laughs> Dude, that's racist. No, it's not. <laughs> that's a job. <laughs> that's classist. It's different. Yeah, it's class. He didn't, he didn't say we all. Look, that's allowed now. He didn't say we all look alike. That would be different. <laughs> Grim. If we looked alike, something. Would be Evan looks wrong. to you, Grim. Yes. And he gets this look on his face. My lord, we need to talk. <laughs> Talk quickly, we're kind of in the middle of it. What are you going to do? Well, there is a fair chance that the Summer remember us favorably. I'm going to play on that. They appear to be winning this battle, and I'm not the biggest fan of a veal in the first fucking place. Neither am I, my lord, but there's something that I've been trying to figure out a good way to tell you. And, well, Evan sprints forward and immediately jumps at the Summer Eladrin, going straight for the throat. Well, okay then. I wonder what he was going to say. He didn't finish a sentence. Sir? In your absence, I think I've changed sides. Uh... What was he going to say, though? And thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories. We love your engagement. And we love to entertain you guys. So thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash torchlittavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there. And we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, aka Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. And I'm Randall. And if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you could just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff. Still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock.
<sighs> he didn't. He didn't say what he's. I get he changed sides, but he didn't say. 